So my activism is showing my life, is Mm. showing us, is showing us thriving. So when I say that I'm raising my kids to know themselves, to have that confidence, we have the art around the culture, the music, the books that I give them, the experiences. It's about them knowing that they are allowed to thrive. I don't believe that people that have oppressed us, you're going to go and just ask for change when really they created something that was never meant to be for us in the first place. Hmm. I'm not going to ask, I'm going to create what I want. We are saying that what we want to have happen, if we're going to put our resources behind making this happen, is we want to create generation-changing organizations. We want a Black woman from Birmingham. We want an Asian man from Bristol to start an organization that is of the scale of Amazon. And that's what we're backing. True justice cannot be achieved with uh, without true beauty. I think for me, more than just race, I think the, 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 the intervention or the kind of the space of race and sexuality and gender is even more disruptive to mainstream society, creatively, artistically, politically and sexually. And I think that's, that's something that I can really kind of talk to. Welcome to season three of Holding Up the Ladder. I hope you're all keeping safe and well in what continues to be a wild and unpredictable time. It's officially summer in London, clear blue skies, sunrise at 5am, waking up to birdsong. I'm discovering my new neighbourhood, going for morning runs in the park. People walking their dogs on their bikes, playing a pre-work game of tennis or taking their kids to school. I come home to work on a large farmhouse kitchen table light pouring in from a skylight, the windows open to welcome the breeze that circles through the loft. I hear the occasional muffled sound of music from a passing car or someone talking on their phone. Behind me is a white baby grand piano. I have music books on them that currently serve as decoration rather than actual books I play from. And beneath me, I can hear commercial radio and the indistinct chatter from the people making vegan cheese in the building downstairs. Why am I describing the place I'm in, you may ask? Well, that's because I'm living and working in an apartment on travel platform, Airbnb. And it seems I'm not the only one. A global pandemic has almost halted international travel, with many people travelling domestically or using Airbnb as a place not to just holiday, but live and work. And why am I talking to you about Airbnb? Well, drumroll, that's because they're also sponsoring the third season of my podcast. I'm so excited about that. So let me tell you a little bit about what this season is going to look like. In the few months between the end of season two and the start of season three, it seems the world isn't calming down anytime soon. In fact, in many ways, it feels more intense and more far-reaching. We've had the conviction of Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd, which doesn't really feel like a victory and more like a Furyk victory, you know, where no one really wins. All around the world, in Chile, Colombia, Ethiopia, Belarus, the Israel-Palestine conflict, the surge in Asian hate crimes, the list goes on. We can't avoid it, and I don't want to. What we're going to do this season is to try and talk about it. We're going to talk about justice, about social change, anti-racism, anti-discrimination, with people who know these areas really well. And because this is a creative podcast, we're going to talk about how creativity and the arts speak to justice. The idea that uh, Britain rode to the rescue of enslaved Africans on a wave of uh, Christian piety and a sense of 
uh, liberty and justice is just bogus nonsense. It didn't happen like that. Writers and artists and musicians and activists and people, ordinary people on the ground, like we saw the people going out and marching in those Black Lives Matter protests last year. It was basically teenagers. Yeah. It's us. And then the other side is government figures, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. literally the establishment, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's really telling. Who gets to be an artist? Like if you were to do Vox Pop on the street, who would be named as an artist? Who comes to your mind's eye when you think of who an artist can be? You know, all of these things have an impact. Can that in turn would then have, um, you know, a very real implication on who someone like my daughter thinks she could be. And it's the way that you try and change it that means something. Because you can, you know, you can put a black spot on your Instagram every, you know, every day you're supposed to take the day off. But that's hypocrisy, really. Because you're not doing anything. You're just saying, yeah, I agree, man. You know, so there there are ways you can actively help and there are ways that you can just look like you care. And those two things are very different. If you listened to last season's interview with Japanese artist Makoto Fujimura, you will have heard him talk about the art of kintsugi. That is the art of mending to make new. A bowl or a vessel is brought with all its broken pieces. Those pieces are examined and then the pieces are put together with Japanese gold lacquer. We don't fix or hide the cracks, instead we accentuate their beauty in the hope that what we're left with is a vessel that's more beautiful than before. But before we mend, we examine. So that's what I'm going to try and do this season. We're going to examine some of these broken societal pieces with the hope of finding beauty in the brokenness. And as ever, I'm interviewing some really interesting creators from around the world, from diverse disciplines. We'll be talking about race and racism with writers, historians and academics, about blackness and queerness, about sheltering displaced and migrant people and how architects help with that. We'll be talking about African feminism through tattoos and scarification. We'll be talking about diversity in business and tech, not asking for a seat at the table, but making our own. We'll be talking about education and class in the UK, about art and art curation, about fashion, about diversity in the music industry. We'll be talking about environmental awareness through transcribing bird and animal song. We'll be talking about beauty and justice, and as always, we'll be talking about music. One of the reasons Airbnb is sponsoring this series is to support these conversations. So as the season progresses, I'll be sharing some of the actions Airbnb has been taking around anti-racism, anti-discrimination and social change. So stay tuned for that. I'm really looking forward to this season. I'll see you for our first episode on Wednesday, the 23rd of June. I'm Matsudiso, a musician, songwriter, producer and composer. I also teach. I'm fascinated by process how we make what we make, why we make what we make. As a musician, I'm always learning from and inspired by other creatives, other musicians, artists, the arts itself, people. In short, life all inform the music I make. And I think that learning from others enriches not only our own art, but the arts. And why holding up the ladder? Well, because we're all trying to get somewhere and I think we build something stronger if we help each other if we hold up the ladder rather than pull it up from under us as we climb. 
I'll be talking to all kinds of creatives about process, lessons learned, things that inspire us, the music we're listening to, what makes us who we are and the help we've had along the way. So join me as we climb, holding up the ladder.